Welcome back to Slay the Stars in episode 55. Last time, Zem and Shar met a strange figure in the woods who called himself ATN, the King of Death. The meeting was interrupted by Leo, a man on a mission to destroy the undead necromancer. The encounter led to both Leo and ATN slain, and Zem and Shar left wondering, what the hell? We pick up a few days later, as Zem and Shar finally nearing the Midway Tavern, nearing Saltspire, nearing home. Arthur, you okay? <laughs> nope. <laughs> because you said ATN and I heard ATM. And yep. <laughs> and I saw that you thought, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Which is why I hyper fixated on my laptop. And then you said it again, and I'm like, no. I, I'm putting out an open casting call right now <laughs> for new players. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I kept it together. You're good. Like, you got through the intro. I did. I did. I thought it was very, very good. Well read. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what you just said, but. <laughs> um, so it's been a Except couple days. ATM. You guys are. Mac the, Machine. Is that Mac your next machine? character? This is going to be the shortest episode of Slay the Stars ever. <laughs> it's Mac M. Sheen. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. That's actually pretty good. All right, so it has been a couple days since that fight. We'll call it, I don't know, four days. In that four days' time, you guys have long rested. You fought a couple critters, nothing that you couldn't handle. It's been a bit of a travel, but with Rafe, you're fine. Uh, we'll say that of those days, you've had two days where you could actually put in solid training sessions. So if the two of you would like to train your chosen skills, please make me six rolls with your strength, if you're Zem, with your punchy attacks, if you're Char. Can I have one more? Uh, yes. Wow, this day's not good. Mm. I'll keep it. No. <laughs> Look at it first. I'm going to keep so. it. We interrupt this program for a seamless sound effect transition. So, Zem, let me know how many of your rolls beat a DC 10. Does 10 beat a DC 10? No, because you have a... No, yeah, because yes, it's it your does. proficiency plus your strength. So, yes. Three. All right. One's a nat 20. I had a nat 20 on the first one. And on the second... But also one's in that one. (laughs) Yeah, mine were not great. Okay, Char, let me know how many of yours beat... What's your current dex dex score? Uh, 15. Let me know how many of yours beat a DC 16. Okay, so no, no, no. (laughs) No. So I have a natural 20... Okay. And an 18 plus something, so two and a half. Wait, we're only doing six for four days? Yeah, because only two of the days, I'm going to say, you had time to do full training sessions. Okay, thanks for backing me up. What the fuck are you two doing? (laughs) All right, Zem, so you are going to increase your strength score by one. Yes. Two nine. So, Zem. (laughs) Not Char. (laughs) Not Char. Char, you are not there yet. You're getting there, but you're not quite there. Um, describe to me what the aha moment is. What's the breakthrough you have? What does that look like when you're sparring with Rafe? Breakthrough. <laughs> so I put a lot of pressure on myself. 
and like every situation that I'm in to be the best and like whatever. So rather than focusing on like landing every hit and being better than the opponent, I just try to be better than I was before. So like slow that down and not immediately go for perfection. Um, so if I'm just like making improvement, um, you know, like focus on where my feet are first. Okay. Now I have that down. And like, now I'm going to focus on like where my hips are pointed. Okay. I have that down. Now I'm going to focus on how to shift my whole body. Now I have that down. And like, when I realize, and then like put all of those things together, that's like the, the moment where I'm like, okay, all of this works together. Now I have each piece individually that turns into one whole movement. Okay. I dig it. So yes, when you have a chance, feel free to update your strength to a nine. Shar, are you just working out by punching trees? I guess so. You said that worked before. It worked. Your hands hurt, but you're starting to get those calluses back that you used to have from doing similar things while training at the garden. Eventually. I used to punch trees in my free time. <laughs> Hands of steel. Eventually, you start to recognize where you are. You're coming out of the tree line. The elevation is lower. You're now making your way down onto the peninsula that will eventually lead you to Salt Spire. But there's one place you pass first on the road. And that is the Midway Tavern. Ugh. Are you going there, or are you just going past, giving it a wide berth? Well, first I'm going to roll my portents. Roll your portents, yes. That's a 9 and a 12. I don't know. Every time we're here, it's bad. We run every time. I agree. Let's preemptively run. (laughs) (laughs) So as you... Have we gone past where Aaron would be? So Aaron, so if... There's, like, the bay, right? Mm-hmm. Salt Spire's on the southwestern side. Ocean Guard's on the southeastern side. The road goes up around to Ocean Guard. Midway Tavern's in the middle. And Aaron lives between the Midway Tavern and Ocean Guard. So, no. It would be way out of the way to go It would be out way. of the way, unless you were going to Ocean Guard first instead of Salt Spire. Which we didn't talk about. We're on, on a time crunch. Yeah. So, um. I just want to give him his, I just want to give him his thing. Um, but I think that that was like two days or something or a day out of the way. It takes about, so if you're at the Midway Tavern, it takes, like you have to spend one night on the road to get to either side. Oh, so it's just a couple of hours out of the way to get to where Aaron would be. So it would take, it would add an extra day because you have to go there and come back. Yeah. It would add an extra day to your travel time. Meh. I think I, I don't think we have the time for that. I think <clears throat> we need to go. We hypothetically could have somebody at the Midway Tavern delivered if one of us is not the people that ask. Um, Rafe sort of leans up. I've been thinking I could go, instead of going with you to Salt Spire, I could go to Ocean Guard, try to get 
help from whatever of my people remain. I could always stop and deliver this package on the way. You weren't going to take a boat? Well, I could do either. You're not going to, like, fly? I mean... He looks at Char, because Char and Rafe had a conversation one night where he's like, no, I totally can't fly. And he's like, I can fly a little. (laughs) Yeah, Char's just kind of waiting. Preemptively, like, the side eye that I'm giving you right now is exactly what Char's doing. I can get there very quickly. I'm not answering the question. (laughs) (laughs) Rally some forces. I mean, if you think that that's best. I don't know what's best anymore. I mean, like, selfishly, I don't want you to go, but this is bigger than any of us individually. If we're planning to storm Nexus, we need more people. Yeah, probably. He's going to give you, like, a little bit of a side hug and kiss you on the forehead. Turns into a bat and leaves. No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Do you you have any money? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It hasn't been real fun. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'll kiss him. Um, stay safe. You too. You know how to get in touch with me if you need me. Please don't make this the last time I'll see you. You don't have to worry about me. Just keep yourself and him safe. Yeah, they need us. So, um, can you deliver this to the Aaron, the little... The little boy with the vegetable stand? Mm -hmm. He's really cute. I know. He called me a princess. No. Maybe I'll leave him I'll leave him a little tip too. Yeah. All right. Take care of her. Something Peach. happens to her. I'll it happens you. to you. I'll let you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he kinda winks at you a little bit though. And he leaves. He's just kind of like walking away at first. Watching over his shoulder at the two of you. (laughs) Just standing there like, bye. (laughs) So we passed the Midway Tavern, correct? I'm assuming that you got out of eyesight. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a lot of like carts there? Could we see anything that was out of the ordinary? Roll me a perception check. Uh, 15. Okay. As you were walking past, you didn't notice an excess of carts. There were three there, which, I mean, that seems like a lot, but, I mean, it's like a tavern. It's like whatever. But you heard a lot of voices coming from inside. It was louder in there than you've ever heard it. I'm still going past. I mean, it was just Mm -hmm. more like a – do the carts seem like they're, like, guard carts or are they, like, just farmers? Two of the carts looked like – local farmer carts you would see like you know hay or whatever in the back um one of the carts however was packed full of what looked like people's belongings like multiple different backpacks rolled up um like bed rolls and things like that but like from multiple different people 
enough stuff that you would guess maybe eight people. Seems like a lot. I mean, I'm going to, we're going to keep going, but I'm mm-hmm. going to think that that's really odd. It is odd. And I mean, 15 is not bad. It, this didn't look like. So if you were going on a vacation or you were like wealthy people and like different belongings like or like a peddler cart, this looks like uprooting. This looks like a refugee cart situation. Interesting. I guess we're still headed towards Saltspire, though. Mm-hmm. If do we is there going to be people passing us as we go? Yeah. Do they seem like they're in the same way? No. Refugee situation. No, most of the people you pass just seem to be peddlers or people commuting around the bay. Um, nothing. Nothing else like that. Okay. Shark kind of slows down the cart the closer we get to Saltspire. A thought occurs. Uh, they know what we look like. They do. How are we getting into the city? Well, I was kind of thinking about that. I'm wondering if we need to first wait for darkness, but not go straight to the city, go to the school. To Stellium first? Mm-hmm. Do you, what, what, do, what do we need from over there? Well, I mean, more information, but also one of the portals are there. And if it's working, we can go right into the city, into the heart of the city, without needing to try to sneak through the gates and past the guards and everything else. Maybe. Do you have anybody you can trust there? Um, well, I would kind of like to see... I don't remember the other teachers that are professors that were with Ristos, but I mean, I would like to see it. I, w- I would like to think that they were trustworthy. Okay. If they didn't turn and you know what I mean? If they had to flee, I don't know that they're back here, but I don't know where else they would go either. Those cart, that cart back at the Midway Tavern. It seemed like normal supplies, not like magical, like wizards, when they travel, they have a lot of like magical components and stuff. It didn't seem like that, right? No, this looked like people of lower middle class or lower standard, Um, but you only roll a 15. Hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but yeah, it definitely didn't look like wizarding supplies. It definitely looked like low quality stuff. Yeah, okay. Char's going to actually turn to Ristos. What do you think? Saltspire or the Stellium Academy? When you say, when you start talking to her, she's just kind of looking at you. And Zem, you would notice that she seems to be really e- at ease around Char. She, she likes Char. Uh, so she's like listening intently and she doesn't seem to really be like catching on to what you're saying until you say Stellium. And there's like a flash of recognition in her eyes and she doesn't say anything she just sort of nods good enough for me we might be able to help her hopefully i guess we're going to change directions to stellium okay so stellium is on like the western side 
of Saltspire kind of set away from the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. So approaching there is actually decent because you don't have to cross through the gates into the city. Um, but you're going to have to spend one night out. So where are you camping? Are you going to get off the road kind of far away, kind of hide yourselves away? You're going to pass other people who are camping right near the road. You could join somebody. Um, I would say oh, as far away from people as possible, and I would like to reach the school when it's dark. So if we have to spend some time going out in order to go down to, like, avoid other people, I think that that's the wisest yeah, thing you to could do. do that. Um, that way we can also kind of plan that we are arriving there closer to, to night. Yeah, and I think Char's going to have, if he's driving, which I'm assuming that that's the case right now, um, hood up the entire time. Okay. Like, no exceptions. Fair enough. Zem, are you also And he's keeping, keeping his hair tied up. back. Like, it's not going to be flowing Yeah, but I'm going to be inside with Resos. Okay. Because I'm trying, like, if she has a moment of freaking out or whatever, I'm going to try and make sure that she's calm. Okay. Fair enough. So, eventually, that night, you find a place to make camp. And for the first time in quite a while... Other than the headmistress, the two of you are alone. So what are you doing? What are you talking about? What do you want to accomplish on this night? Before, I mean, tomorrow you have a full day of travel, but you're going to get to the school and things might get real. So what are the plans? I think it's time to consult the pendulum. It's been a while. And the cards too, probably. It's been a while, yeah, for both. Um, do you, you want to consult the pendulum? I'll kind of flip through the cards, see if anything's awry. Sure, but I want to do a, the um, pendulum in your presence. Oh, I mean, I think that they're like going to be like sitting across from each other. N- what I'm saying is, like, I don't mind if you're flipping through the cards. I'm never going to care about that. But I do think that, like, with our connection and with all of the information we have that we are now sharing, mm-hmm. um, I think that it would make sense to like I know that I'm the one that's connected to this pendulum but let's okay. just test and see what else is happening you know what I mean okay um I'm actually going to try something else as a theory um when you do your normal pendulum stuff and it it like wheels and woes is that it's like the circle it it like moves back and forth like up and down, left and right, yeah. and then it will go in a circle if it's not sure what right. it wants. So when you hold it, I'm going to give you the pendulum as well for Amara, and you can hold them at the same time. And I'm going to see if that works. Interesting. Hmm. I will guide you when that happens. So it's thematic as well. All right. <clears throat> this is interesting. Not something I've really considered. So, uh, Zem, roll me... Intelligence check. That's what this is. 20. Plus 2. 22. Uh, so you have... Oh, 22. So you will have what? Six, four, nine, five. four questions. Four questions to ask the pendulum. All right, I'm going to take a second to formulate the questions. Um, <coughs> so if you have other things you need to do. Okay. Shar, <coughs> you're flipping through the deck? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Roll me perception. two things. Oh, oh. Roll me a perception check and roll me an arcana check. 
Fuck. Perception, 15, 16, 18. 24 for the perception. Okay. Not good for the Arcana. Um, five. Okay. So, Char, most of the things here look the same. However, roll, actually roll me a religion check too. Given your background. 21. Okay. So. Good, bad, bad. Or good, bad, good. <laughs> yeah. So you remember the last time Zen went through the deck. She looked at the death card and there was a strange like looming misty figure beginning to appear on this mm-hmm. card. And you didn't take a close look at it at that point in time, but you're looking at it now. And the thing that you're seeing manifesting on this death card looks exactly like what you saw coalescing inside of that orb the night you were outside the Midway Tavern. And the other thing on this card that was there in full view at first, but is now being obscured by this weird misty figure. On the death card? On the death card. Is the god Mania. Interesting. Do I know much about the goddess Mania? With that religion check, you would know that this god um, is considered to be fairly lawful neutral. Um, They are the one in charge of balancing the scales between life and death. Uh, The keeper of whatever comes after life, which is sort of a mystery. Different sects of people believe different different things about what happens after we die. So they're like more the arbiter between everybody. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. But she's being obscured now? Mm Mm-hmm. It appears that whatever this is on this card is obscuring that visage. Huh. Anything else weird about the rest of the cards? Um, the rest of the cards. I mentioned it last time, but Dell's card, The Fool, has gone dark, like the world card. <laughs> um... Nope, that is Wait, I it. thought you said the, the world card came back. No. No? No. The world card has not come back. And that is it. That is what you notice. Okay. Seb. Ready. Okay. Go gonna, for it. We're going to grab hands around the campfire. <laughs> so we'll... All yeah, we're, we're sitting there around the fire. Um... I feel like I'm sitting with, like, my legs out in front of me, and I have uh, drawn a circle um, uh, in the dirt. And it's at the top and at the bottom it says yes, and at the left and right it says no. Okay. Um, And I'm going to, like, put, like, a little just, like, dot in the middle whatever, like the starting point. So, like, I'm holding it over the dot. Um, but before I get started, do you have anything you want me to ask? Mm-mm. 
Okay. So the first thing that I'm going to ask, um, is it possible for me to rise to the same power as Adria? You get a yes, a definitive yes. Did Adria lie to me about my heritage? No. Um, has Amara lied to me? Yes. I'm just going to look at Char. Are you holding his pendant when you ask that? I was holding mm -hmm. it the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. So in that moment, roll me an Arcana check. So as you're holding it, Zem, you swear you feel, when you ask that question, you swear you feel like a resistance. To the pendant or the pendulum? It's hard to tell. It well, feels like something is, hands. oh, they're in two different hands. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Sorry, I just thought that that was... I thought they were in both, yeah, both in the same, both same hand. Yeah, I was thinking they were in the same hand. Uh, no, I hand. wasn't using it as the... I was using it like a like a conduit. Like uh-huh, uh-huh. So then instead of a feeling of... And, you, you do feel a resistance in the, in the pendulum. Like something is trying to just ever so slightly stop it from moving. And in that moment, you feel a warmth in the other pendant. Before we keep going on, are you saying the questions out loud or are they internal? Out loud, okay. always out loud. Which is why when I want privacy, I leave. Okay, and then the last question. <laughs> Whenever I'm trying to go fast, I end up leaving letters out of words. And instead of pendulum, it says pendum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last question I have is, is shape. <laughs> nope, let me start that over again. Mm -hmm. Is Char safer with me? I can leave. No, because Char's there. Char would know the answer to this question. You get... I mean, it... Ugh. Uh, what a question. What a question. And then a, a sub-question, does the other pendant also try to resist an answer? It's not that this time. Roll me another Arcana check. It's even better. 21. Nope. 22. So the same roll. No, the last one was 20. This was 22. Oh. Um, so... You feel that same flare, that same warmth in the other pendant stronger this time. And... As you're both watching, you watch the pendulum start to just start, like, spinning in place. Almost like it's about to do one of its circular, like, mm, I don't know, answers. And then all of a sudden it starts to rock back and forth to yes, very definitively. Hmm. I don't know why I trust this thing more than just about everything else, but... That seals the deal for me. Okay. 
What did you find in the cards? He's going to pull out the death card. That's yeah, mania. And I think that if this shit goes sideways like it's going to, I think mania is going to cease to exist. Cease to exist? Hmm. I don't really know much about mania. I'm going to just explain, like, that she's the arbiter, like, pretty lawful neutral. I'm going to, like, cut you off. Like, I mean, cool, cool, cool. But, like, I have this book and I'm going to pull the book out. Oh. <laughs> Okay, um, quickly scanning through, looking for information. I mean, there's a lot of information here. So what do, what do you want to know? Like the, like the basics, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because this book is not... Actually, I'm assuming that the basics are going to line up with what he's telling me. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, are there any notes... Are there any little things in the margin? Is there anything underlined? Is there anything that would be like, interesting, someone thought this was important? Hold on. Because this is a good question. Also, after we do this, never mind. Let's just do this first. Roll me an investigation check. Fourteen. Okay. On a roll today. You're flipping through, and there is quite a bit of information here. A lot of people postulating what happens after death, which not really of interest to you right now. But there is one note in the margin that their handwriting seems to match up with the final writer in the book. And... The note says she's taken up the mantle, question mark. Is there any um, thing spelled, is anything spelled weird? No. Um, and I'm really sorry because I know you were saying this, but I was doing my, my questions and stuff. What is the m- main domain of mania? Uh, like... Goddess of the Underworld. Yeah, kind of like the Underworld. Whatever that means here. I'm going to say, like, I'll tell you that the, like, look at this note. It says she's taken up the mantle. Does that mean anything to you? Does it? Because <laughs> no. I'm going to say no, yeah. Not really, no. I don't think so. Um, I should have had you do this before, but um, can you, like, do your woo-woo stuff? Like, here's the book. Can you check yeah, detect- it out? I'm going to cast Detect Magic. <laughs> Uh, the, book is, the book is not magical, no. <laughs> is anything on us seem magical now that was not before? Uh. <laughs> the extensive library <laughs> of shit that I have. Okay, let me rephrase the question. Aside from like on the back of Char, does it seem like a magical item was placed on us somehow without us noticing? No. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was more like what I was going for, like ninjas. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, nothing like that. No trackers. <laughs> Besides the ones we know about. You've not been airjacked or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just I want to make sure. <laughs> We're in a bad situation. Um, because I've got 10 minutes with the tech magic, I'm just kind of going to do a quick, like, perimeter scope. Scope? Okay. Nothing. Okay. Um, I don't know why 
I'm just now getting this vibe, and this is a Jen thing. Um, I really want to go through this book of the gods. Like, I'm checking the spine for bumps. I'm checking the, like, the, like, the jacket sleeves, whatever, to see if, like, this is weird, or this is thicker than it should be, or, like, whatever. I'm fine-tooth combing this thing for that. Not, okay. not like, content, but, like, that. Roll me another investigation check. Uh, nine. <laughs> With a nine, the only thing that you notice, you're looking everywhere, and you're like, you're doing the national treasure thing. You're like trying, you're holding it up to the firelight, seeing if <laughs> words appear. Catch on fire. Oh, you're like, oh, should we squirt some lemon juice on it and heat it up or something? I don't know. Pee on it. And yeah, pee on it. I don't know. <laughs> but at one point, you you get frustrated and you close the book, and you hold it up, and you realize the the cover close a little further than it should which leads you to believe that there are pages missing hmm. but that's it with a nine that's all you get um okay like okay so here's where this gets like fishy right so like i feel like i wouldn't stop there and i would keep looking like does it like can i figure out where the pages are ripped out um and then like what's it between you can't figure it out with so, so, so you roll a nine. So yeah, yeah. what I will say is you take some time and you're going through and you notice a couple things. One, it's not obvious where the page, they're not like ripped out. There's nothing. If, it's like If cleanly. you didn't see this, it looks completely clean. It doesn't look like there's anything missing. And at this point, you're too tired to be able to like follow through and like read every page to mm-hmm. find where there's like a discontinuity. Okay. You don't have that time. Okay. Sure, I was going to take the book and kind of do like, like a history search, he's going to pick up the book and drop it to the spine and see what page seems to be open the most. That is clever. That is really smart. That is really clever. Char, thank you for that. Um, no, actually, because I know what this would be. So you you drop the book. Thanks, Doctor Who. And it falls open. Zem, you are horrified because this is a very old book. He's just throwing doing? on the ground. Uh, just He just creased the spine very badly. You're not allowed to touch any of the other books in Char here. just looks down, looks at the page, and walks away. Um, the page that it opens to is a diagram. I'm just, he's just gonna leave Zem with that. You stupid bab, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we've kind of hinted at this before that the, of the people currently on Vela, uh, there's not a strong understanding of astronomy. Um, and what is happening, like, what the stars in the sky are. There's not a lot of understanding. What this diagram shows is a long golden pillar in the center that sort of fades out at the ends, but it's very bright in the center, and orbiting around it, five spheres. One is labeled Vela. One is labeled Lyra. And then there are three others. Corvus, C-O-R-V-U-S. Wait, C-O-R or C-O-R? C-O-R. Like, like crow? Yes. Crow spelled with a Q. I literally put a heart beside it. It makes me very happy. <laughs> uh, Antares, A-N-T-A-R-E-S. And Tarak, T-A-R-A-K. But you would notice... Zem, that these are not drawn as stars. 
They are drawn as spheres. And they look like worlds. So they're like spheres, but they're sort of detailed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a title to the diagram? Yeah, it's just as the celestial hub. Our celestial hub. Are there minor celestial bodies in this diagram as well? Like stars, moons, Milky Way-esque? No. Just those? Yes. Are there any lines connecting them, whether they're circles or straight lines or any sort of... There are orbital patterns drawn, but they don't seem to make a lot of sense. Because if you actually follow the orbital patterns that are drawn, you would notice that it looks like some of these things should collide at different points. And that can't be right. So it's like a best guess kind of thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. So it's using like the gravitational pull of the center pillar? Is That's what it looks co- like. Did you just re- reverse um, this shit so that we're the center of the gravity? And if we did it correctly on that axis, the spheres would make sense. Mm-hmm. So. Damn it. It has Vela and Lyra on there. It does. You reverse Copernicus. But when I <laughs> but when I look into the sky, there's five stars. There's four. There's four stars. I mean, we are one of them. Uh, well, that's what I was getting at. But also, like, how one looks like it's dying. You know what I mean? Or dead. That is Lyra. You know that. Lyra's dying. It still looks purple, right? It looks purple, yeah. Dying purple. But I like purple. But you've also been told by other people like Kai that they have not observed this purpling that the two of you have observed. Oh, they don't see it. They have not seen it. No. Hey, Ristos. Hmm? I'm going to point to the purple star. Hmm? Does that star look purple to you? She kind of shakes her head no once. Hey, Ristos. Mm. Who do you like better, me or that guy? She gets this almost like wicked look on her face, and she scoots over towards Char and like puts her arm through his. Oh, hi. You traitor! You traitor! How could you? And I'm, but I'm gonna like clearly, I'm you know just laughing because like I know I already knew. <laughs> You should ask me who I like better. Her eyebrows go up like she's waiting for you to to respond. Is it Rafe? It's me. I like me better. (laughs) He looks over at Ristos. Did I miss something? (laughs) She's just kind of like (laughs) laughing a little bit. Entertained by the moment. We're almost... Home. She's just glancing around. 
Yeah. Seemingly unperturbed by yet another night in the woods. I would like for you both to roll me perception checks. I didn't, I can't see it from here. Natural 20. 27. You said perception? Because mm-hmm. I'm excellent at those. It's a four. Zem, you are, you're trying to jokingly play it off like, oh, I don't care that she picked Charm. But you're a little distracted by it in the moment. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've known this woman for like two years and Char's known her for like two weeks. Um, Char, you start to hear a weird clicking sound. In the clicking? distance. When yeah. you say clicking, is it like clock clicking or mm-hmm. like like animal clicking? Like like animal clicking. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't hide the smirk on my face because I can't figure out how to describe this without just saying what it is. <laughs> Shara's not going to – he's going to look at Zem and give her like a look of like battle stations. He's going to calmly escort Ristos back to the cart. Okay, you you put her in the carriage, shut the door. She's used to this. She uh, actually curls up on, like, the bench seat and, like, covers up with a blanket because it's, like, bedtime now, I guess, because you put her to bed. <laughs> so uh, when you come back, Char, the clicking noise is getting louder. And Zem, you're starting to hear it at this point, too, because he pointed it out to you. Yeah, he's going to tap Zem on the shoulder, give her advantage on your initiative roll, and 300 feet of dark vision. Okay. Um, so then I'm just going to, like... Because he knows I'll, I'm going to be just ready with my witch bolt. Okay. So I need for the two of you to roll initiative. Oh, you motherfucker. Of course you didn't roll high on that one. Ooh, I rolled high. 18. What did you get, Char? Uh, not 18. Um, seven. Oh, I lost my page. This is stupid. You rolled with advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because the other was a seven. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. I was going to say I'm going to back up so I'm at, like, my back's at the wagon, but. Okay, you can do that. That's fine. You have a moment to prepare so you guys can do those things. Um, and all of a sudden, out of the bushes comes bursting this huge crab-like monster. It has these large claws that are clicking together, and its feet are clicking on the kind of rocky, semi-sandy ground that you're at right now. And you hear it making this noise as it comes rushing towards you. Don't jaws me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Odds at Char, evens it's going after Zem. Odds at Char. It's been a minute since I've had crab. Uh, Insert drum. That's good. Roll, Char. That is 28 to hit you. Uh, yeah. Was that a nat 20? It was no. not. It was a 19. <laughs> so, almost. Uh, that was a terrible damage roll. Uh, 19 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing scoops you into one of its claws and starts to squeeze you, and you are grappled. Char. Next up is Zem. You see this thing starting to try to lift Char off the ground like it's going to put him in its mouth. All right, so I'm gonna... Oh, wait. Sorry, give me one quick second. I forgot the long rest at the start when you told me to because I'm the worst. The worst! 
And um, third level Witch Bolt. All right. Um, that is a 24. Yeah, that'll hit. And then... Shar gets tased again. <laughs> <laughs> Why the electricity? <laughs> oh, that's rough. Okay, so... He comes out looking like the character from Home Alone. <laughs> 16 points of damage. All right. Shar, as this witch bolt connects with the crab, you see it like this almost like steamy sizzling start to come off of it. You smell two things. One cooking seafood two <laughs> this like smell of rotten cooking seafood oh bummer got it death crab and as this thing is like pulling you towards its mouth you do see this like foamy spittle coming out of its mouth Ugh. that looks slimy and smells rank. all right <laughs> hey shards your turn <laughs> Uh, bonus action, vomit. <laughs> right. You do so. <laughs> uh, no. So I am grappled but not restrained or I am restrained? You were just grappled, not okay. restrained. Um, mm. Whack one of its eye stalks off. <laughs> fairy fire. Make a dex save. <sighs> it's a very, very dexterous. Uh, it's a fairly dexterous crab. Uh, that doesn't matter because I rolled a two. So you're going to have an advantage on all your shit. <laughs> well, I've already hit, but yeah. Uh, bonus action. Wait, is this an action? Did I just fuck myself? Yep. Fairy fire is an action, yes. No, no, no. I meant um, the other thing. Oh. That's an action. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, bonus action um, with key. Uh, the dodge action. Okay. Patient defense. Perfect. You do that. And it is the crab's turn. So it is going to... Okay. Odds, it's just going to attack Char again. Evens, it's going to grab Zem with its other claw. Evens. Here we go, Zem. Well, that was dumb. You witch bolted it, which means it's already being shot. Fuck me. Actually, your AC's really low, so even with this, it's probably going to hit you 14. What did you roll? A 5 plus 9, so 14. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Pretty sure your AC's like 11. Hold on. I'm going to react with shield. Oh! Which gives me an AC of 16. All right, so the... It's pulling you in, Char, and it gets hit with this witch bolt, and it looks over towards Zamira. And, I mean, this crab, it's huge. It's, like, 20 feet. It's enormous. And it squipes its claw over towards Zamira to grab you, and Zem, just in time, you throw up this arcane shield, and the claw glances off. Char laughs. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Zem, it's your turn. All right. Um... Shock and awe. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> Is that... That's your group name. Shock and awe. <laughs> so it's so perfect. And sure is awe. It's so perfect. Because awe is like a sense of wonder because of, oh my God, I'm so angry right now. I 
Wow, Arthur, you're genius. <laughs> you're I was genius just making a joke. You know it. You're I'm so happy. This is so good. mad. The title of this episode is going to be Shock and Awe. Leah, later, when you're when you're putting the title of the episode, that's the episode title. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shock and Awe! <laughs> 100%. Oh my god. Okay, Zeb, take your time. I can't. You Damn broke it. me. <laughs> I um, was broken before. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to So is it an is it an action to continue? Yes, it's an action to use it again. Okay. So then I'm just going to do that. 8. It's good damage. Anything for your bonus action? Um. Oh, it smells like fish and death. <laughs> no. Okay. Sure. Uh, smack it with a katana. Go for it. Even with advantage, I think that was shit. Um. Thirteen. Thirteen does not hit. Okay. Uh, bonus action spirit weapon. All right. 18 plus something, so I assume that hits. That hits, yes. Uh, three. Why does my unarmed strike say plus two? Because it's your proficiency plus your strength. And your strength is negative. Oh, my, okay. There it go. Uh, so, I always forget seven about force damage. All right. The loot appears, smacks him in the back of the head. Okay. The the crab does not have a very expressive face other than its little, like, <laughs> crab mouth that kind of, like, goes, whatever you hit it. <laughs> uh, and it's the crab's turn. It is now going to focus on Char because he hit it. And it's angry, and it's hungry. It's hangry. It's hangry. That's not good. Uh, 15 to hit. Misses. Does not hit you. So it goes to pull you into its mouth, Char, and you're able to, like, kick off of it with your <laughs> with your foot and shove yourself back for this round. Can I take the spirit weapon and just kind of, like, shove it in its mouth? <laughs> yeah. so it's, like, hitting yes. it, but, like, Pry also it open. blocking. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what are you doing? Hit it again! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same. Except I want this one. Eight, again. Consistency. Anything for your bonus action? No, all of my bonus actions will hurt Char. <laughs> <laughs> I could take it. <laughs> Char, it's your turn. <coughs> Rinse and repeat. Uh, <laughs> action, attack with a katana. Nope. Uh, bonus action hit with the spirit weapon. Yep, that's a 16 plus something. All right, that hits. 11 force damage. All right. And the crab, you know what? We're going to do it again. Odd Char even Zem. Evens, it's Zem. I thought evens was Zem. That's what I said. It was but a it two. Was odd. No, it was a two. It was a two. Oh, I thought it was. It's a two. That's a three? No, the three's down at the bottom. It's a two. Oh. 
The numbers are inconsistent on this D4. <laughs> what? I just looked and I'm like. I have two, two, and then three. Three, 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 two, 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 four, four, four. I'm the same on all of mine. That's wild. Okay, well. Because that's why I was like panicking. I'm like. <laughs> My D4 oh, is messed oh. up. I'm still going to call it a two because there's two twos and only one three. So. That's fine. I was just like, now you understand why I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can see <laughs> that it's a three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zem, this is still going to hit you unless you shield again. Yeah. Okay. Again, this thing swipes towards them, and again, you throw up the shield. And this again, time, so I'm nice. like, middle fingers. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> it's your turn, Zeb. Oh, yeah. Um, 11. That's On that witch bolt damage. Witch All right. Bow. Char. Uh, rinse and repeat again. <laughs> okay. Uh 13 plus 7, so 20 to hit. Yeah. On the katana. Good. Fine. Um, six on the katana. Okay. And I think the spirit weapon missed. So 15. 15 is the armor class. Oh, thank God. Eight. Force damage. Okay. Describe what this looks like. Char, what are you doing in this moment? The loot. He's like dual wielding the loot in the katana. <laughs> smack with the katana and smack with the loot. While this claws around yeah. his waist. Fuck <laughs> you, motherfucker. Um, and I imagine too, because like crabs have all those like hard pieces to them that it's like drumming the loot when you hit with the loot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he goes for an eye, it like recoils. <laughs> Okay, it's going to try to go after Char this time. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. Yeah. Bad damage. 2, 2, 1, and a 5. Damn. <sighs> that's 15 bludgeoning damage as it's trying to stop you and it starts to squeeze you with its claw, Char. 9. That's going to succeed for the con save because I have a plus 3. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fairy fire is still up. All right, Zem, you're up. <laughs> Fucking is what it is. Uh. That 20? Well, it's 12 damage. Close enough. Zem over here is rolling tons of damage. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, I imagine you just have your back turned like. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's on activation, it doesn't matter if you hit your ball. We're going to have to start working on these colors and get like a rainbow going. <laughs> Roy G. Bip. Motherfucker. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Okay, sure. Rinse and repeat. (laughs) Go for it. I'm pretty boring at combat. Those are pretty high. So I mean, I literally made one hit. (laughs) Just dealing damage on it. Ten damage on the katana. Okay. Uh, fourteen. So it's it's gonna hit. Eight damage on the. The spirit weapon again. I don't think I've rolled anything besides an eight on the spirit weapon damage. All right. 
All damage is good it's damage. Broken nasty unless it's four. against us. Stop rolling twos. Slash three. She's coming at Zem. What the heck? I roll so bad. It's still a twelve. But are Zem you are you using another spell slot for shield? Yes. Always. Oh wait, I haven't marked it. Hold on. I, I gotta mark two. <laughs> so three now. Well, I marked the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like Char is just like, ah, and Zem's just like, Zem. <laughs> Zem looks like such a badass over here. Because this crab. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stop playing your loot. <laughs> I haven't rolled above a five to hit the squishy caster. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't roll anything other than, you know, over 20 to hit you. Yeah, thank you. It's your turn, Zem. <laughs> Ooh. Twelve again. I Jen's cheating. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this game anymore. Can you just stop backing up in this chair? I am Me. dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yet she's cheating. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, your turn, Shard. Said repeat, motherfucker. Uh, sixteen. You said fifteen was the armor yes, class, right? Okay. That hits. Oh. Uh... Nine on the katana. Fourteen plus seven. So that was going to hit. Ooh, max damage. Twelve on the spirit weapon. In hindsight, that doesn't sound like very much damage. You crack it with this loot. And (coughs) its other claw that was coming in to attack you as well just gets hacked off. Just like at the joint. Now it only has one hand. Sure, hits it with the, (laughs) the loot and it chops it. He looks down at the loot. You're not a slicing thing. Yeah. And then you remember, oh, no, that means it's only going to attack me now because it can't grab them. Unless it Wait hits a minute. me with Char. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was a 23 to hit you, Char. Yeah. Come on. Roll decent damage. Okay, that's not that's not too bad. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. As it crushes you and actually lifts you off the ground again and tries to go in to bite you. Listen, I just want it known that I have... Fairy fire's gone. Okay. I have not forgotten about my portents. It's just that this motherfucker has enough to plus that it doesn't matter what my... Like... Plus portents is a reaction, right? Oh, wait. I have No, it's every can... single roll. It's any roll. Any roll that anyone does, I can... But you have to use a reaction. You've been using your reaction for sure. Oh. Yeah, so you shouldn't use it just in case you do need to shield again. But I do. <clears throat> I have a reaction dice. Okay. So I get the re-roll. <laughs> 11. Yeah. Okay. Fairy fire still Fairy up. fire stays up. It blinks for a second and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what color is... <laughs> what color is the fairy fire? Uh, I think we've said it before, but it's like a green purple. Okay. Very thematic. Uh, Zem, you're up. Four. All right. Char. You have disappointed me. <laughs> but it just rolled a 12. Twice. No, it didn't. I used different ones. Uh, four, I'm getting a lot of 14s on the rolls. 14 does not hit? No, no, 14 plus. Oh, uh, not gotcha. the, Without modifier. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, five on the katana. 16 plus something, so yeah. Okay. Uh, eight on the <laughs> spirit weapon damage again. All right. Crab's turn. It is now fully focused on Char. Oh, wait. Hold on. 
Nope, I can only do that one on hand strikes. Never mind. That hits. That's a 28 to hit. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now we're doing something. Question. Never mind. You okay. can't. Why can't I math? This is... It's five. 25. Just five. This is 25 plus five is 30. Bludgeoning damage. It's just five. Wait, what's five? The damage that he's taking is just five. I don't think you can just make it just five. Come on! (laughs) Yeah, sure, it's unconscious. Awesome. Fucking fantastic. This is fine. So, Shar, uh, this thing cuts off your air supply, and in that moment, the, the air gets knocked out of you, and it bites into your shoulder, and you feel this, like, pulse, this burn, and then all of a sudden, you're unconscious. Zem. <laughs> so, there's a thing that I want to do. It's an action. Okay. Um, it's not concentration, so does it, do I lose Witch Bolt? Yeah, if you do anything else with your action, you lose the Witch Bolt. I hate it. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, how does it look? It's almost dead. You have a 50-50 chance of killing it. If you just roll your witch bolt damage right now. Yeah, but. Oh, man, it's gotten real now. You said we were cheating. So here's the, I mean, like, the thing that I could do is, like. It could do nothing, and then I've caused no damage to get it to quit what it's doing. So, like... Ooh, I'm dumb. I just completely misplayed this. This is my own fault. If you have a 50-50 shot, you gotta take it. Is it an action to drop the spell? No, you can just dismiss a spell whenever you want. And the uh, fairy fire is gone, too. Okay, so I'm gonna... Drop Witch Bolt and re-roll Witch Bolt at fourth level. And then I'm also going to do that with my port. No, that's a reaction, right? Well, we'll, we'll see if I fail. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll do it with that. Okay, good. Yes, go for it. Hold on. So, dropped it. 19 plus 6. Yeah. So then... Please. You need 6 damage to kill it. Yep. Easy. Describe what happens in this moment. 25 points of damage. Why is it that you roll (laughs) really well on the last strike? (laughs) Every time. She's been rolling rocks this whole game, Mm -hmm. though, with the damage. Um, You need it because I'm playing like a bum. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even with advantage, you missed, like, over half your hits. So I've been, like, cooking this thing in its shell. Mm -hmm. So when I drop it and then I hit it again, it just 
fucking explodes and there's disgusting seafood everywhere. Like when you like heat up crab and it like cracks the shell. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like when it when it drops, it probably has this like <laughs> victory. And then mm-mm. Char hits the ground like a potato. Boom. Yeah. Can I as a I know it doesn't matter. I'll still take damage for it. But like he lands on his feet like just instinct. Even though he's unconscious, he still falls like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. You're not going to take any damage. It's it's fine. I'm I'm not going to make you lose death saves just from hitting the ground thematically. Zem, Char's unconscious body is now laying on the ground. Char. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I reaction shield from all of the mess? You can. Yes, <laughs> sure. You reaction. You throw up your shield so that the crab goes everywhere. Sure, roll me a death save just for fun to see what's happening here. I've used a lot of spells. 19. <laughs> okay. Char, uh, you succeed on one death save. What are you doing? Um, Char's bleeding out can internally. I, can I hear anything else? Like, No. Seems quiet. All right. So I'm going to do this. What the fuck's it called? Healing Hands, which is 3d4 hit points. Um, Seven hit points back. What does it look like when you heal, Zamira? Um, that's a really good question. It's a really good I've question. Because I've I'm never. I'm proud of myself it. for asking it. Um, <laughs> I think it looks like lightning. <laughs> I think it does, but like a dark lightning. And I think that when, when, if, like if that was enough for you to open your eyes, when mm-hmm. you open your eyes, they're <laughs> solid black for like a second and you blink and then it's gone. Nice. And then you see that. And I'm 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 gonna catalog that for later because I don't have time to think about that right now. <laughs> Char, you come to and you are covered in rotten crab meat. Oh god, why does it smell? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the ocean is like right there, but uh I'm also pretty sure that's where this thing came from, so That's a good point. He just kind of like passes back out. <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to, like, find a branch and, like, try and <laughs> scrape some of it off. Yeah. You would notice, sure that Zem doesn't seem to be covered in rotten crab meat. Not thinking about that right now. I'm dying. <laughs> it's going to take him probably a good, like, five minutes to, like, finally roll over. But he's going to go grab a healing kit and just, I have three charges left on one of them. I'm probably going to use all <laughs> Well, I don't want you to use up all of your stuff, so you're not going to be attacked again tonight if you I'm don't. at least going to use one. Yeah, it would make sense for you to use one to staunch some of this bleeding. It's not bad. Uh, seven. Okay. So I literally doubled. All right. You guys peek into the carriage. Headmistress Reese <laughs> is asleep. <laughs> she slept through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. this is not abnormal you guys get attacked frequently and she just sleeps through the whole thing how's the horse doing it was eaten during the attack no it's fine the horse is fine (laughs) the horse is fine the horse is also used to this shit and it's like whatever man I love that you never named another horse after Horatio Uh -uh. No this is like Horatio 8. <laughs> Horatio Jr. Jr. <laughs> Jr. Jr. the third. <laughs> All right. So 
uh, unless you guys have something else you want to do tonight, we'll say that the two of you uh, don't even talk much. Uh, that sucked. You clean up as much as you can. Uh, you're going to get some sleep. Yeah, long I'm gonna, rest. I'm going to get all tucked in, and then I'm going to sit straight up, and I'm going to be like, the cards! Oh. And we'll pick up with the cards next time. But first, you're going to level up. Sweet. What? I know. So, Char. Level four cleric. Level four cleric. ASI. What are you doing with that? I am not sure, but probably one in wisdom and one in dex. It's a good choice. Oh, wait. Is that going to affect um, the level cap for my training? It will make the DC higher. Oh, no. I might take a feat. Okay. Let me look. Think about it. Zem. I'm going to go level four sorcerer. Ooh, we know when Zem takes sorcerer levels, interesting things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the game. Have I always died right before you take a sorcerer level? Or during when she takes a sorcerer level, yeah. <laughs> This is not a good omen for me. Especially because you have 14 hit points. It's good that you used that healer's kit. Sweet dreams, Char. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Uh... No, we can't. Copyright. I can cut that. <laughs> Sweet dreams are what they are. I get another cantrip. I've never seen somebody get so excited for cantrips. Let me have this. Uh, you can <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, they get max hit points, so we're not rolling for anything. And we will see you all next time in episode 56. Bye. 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 And now a promo from our friends at Rainbow Dice Club. When four strangers meet for the first time, they unknowingly begin to unravel tightly kept secrets about their worlds. This place sucks. This realm sucks. I don't mean to interrupt, but maybe speak about portals a little quieter. You know how some people aren't really into science and magic mixing together? That's just a story. Portals haven't existed for hundreds of years. Armed with little true knowledge, but unfathomable curiosity. These four strangers set out in search of answers and form an unlikely bond. I do see you, and I'd like to think that I'll be there when you're ready to talk about it. He kind of relaxes for the first time around the group. You keep putting yourself in danger for others, but who puts themselves in danger for you? Join Ivy, Varys, Alara, and Ziva as they dive headfirst into the unknown. Follow us at Rainbow Dice Club on your favorite streaming platform. And find us at Rainbow Dice Club wherever you get your podcasts. Do you trust me? Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.